It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Shadell. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. But this one we're recording after dark, and that's why it's called Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? Hey, Thomas, Jake, how you doing Jake, today? This Jake, evening. What were you going to What were you going to say instead of night? Because it sounded like you caught yourself there. Uh, my notes, uh, well, I did, did you watch Survivor last night? Ah, that's why, oh, so you caught, you caught yourself so that you say nights, okay. Yeah, I did, uh, I thought you were gonna say, I thought we were gonna have a take where you said, like, I thought we were gonna have a take where you said, like, did you watch Survivor last week or something like that? No, I'm not some imbecile who forgets what day it is. (laughs) Or I can't read the script that I read every week. No, I made a quick <laughs> yeah, edit you're this always, morning. And it's, you're always so good at it. I'm always so good at the podcast. <laughs> and this is the podcast. It's called Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? So, Thomas, how was your day? <laughs> Usually we record earlier in the day gonna, on Sundays. But now it's Monday night. A Marquesas <laughs> Monday night. Thomas, how was your Marquesas Monday? <laughs> I think, I think, uh, I I think one of my favorite things that will happen occasionally with this podcast is we'll have a segment that we never ever do again, and you'll put a bumper over it, and I'm not expecting it, but I would love if we had a segment that was just like, how was Tom's day? <laughs> you maybe you could play like Perfect Day by Lou Reed over it. You know, there's pl- oh, that's good. Of, that's a good song. Or, or, or today by Smashing Pumpkins. There's, there's plenty of choices. Probably, um, I'll probably do the the New Day theme song. Yeah, could do well. Th- 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 that just is a New Day. That doesn't tell you anything about how good it is. Um, you could do Bad Day by Daniel Fowler. Maybe <laughs> I'm having a bad day. Who knows? <laughs> okay, Thomas, tell me how was your day? Oh, it's fine. Great, Thomas. Uh, Follow up question. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch Survivor Falau last night? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, Jake, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, uh, because usually we cover, you know, what time of year it is we're recording this for small talk for this. Okay. Uh, are you are you excited for the big game Sunday? Uh, the, the Olympics? Or as I like to call them, the Olympics, right? Because of sex. Because when I do it, it's the big o for the sex olympics the olympics that's what we're oh. calling them now <laughs> okay i didn't realize it was a sex thing you you weren't yeah. being uh, explicitly horny enough <laughs> sorry we're not talking about the fish this time we're talking about the olympics yeah okay we don't we're we're not going to get into the fish again <laughs> unfortunately i will not we go won't back to the that place again. <laughs> i won't go to that place again <laughs> I'm not that man anymore. What's the uh, what's the consensus on the big game this year, Thomas? I think everybody's kind of excited about it. There's um, oh hell yeah, Matthew Stafford's playing, so all the Lions fans are excited about that. This is and, like when Justin uh, Verlander went to the Astros and then stole a World Series. Yeah, exactly, and you know, inshallah, that'll happen again. But uh, the uh, then also like the Bengals are kind of like the Ohio version of the Lions, and they're in the Super Bowl, so it'd be cool if they won too. So aren't the Cleveland I, uh, and Browns, Joe Burrow is uh, Joe Burrow's cool. Aren't the Cleveland Browns also from Ohio? They are, but they've won playoff like the the Lions' last playoff win was in 1992, and the Bengals' last playoff win before this year was in 1991. Mm. So they're very 
They're very very similar. Like the Browns have been bad, but they've also like won a few playoff games in between there. Uh, they're also both big cats. I thought you were talking about the Browns for a second. No, I was struggling to understand what you meant. But yes, you're right. They are cats. Big cats, though. You don't see. You, you they're throw not Chicago the in there. Your city, the Windy City, the Windy City. Honestly, you, Jake, you know why you should root for the Cincinnati Bengals is because they are the connect. They are a connective link between the Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions because uh, Lions, when you tigers, and bears, tigers. Oh my! Right. Um, also, my my sister and brother in law and niece live there, so. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's also a good reason. Wow. Are they excited about it? I'm tr- Can't believe you forgot about my family. I know your your yeah, sibling that, and I, her spouse I've, live I've in met, yeah. Minneapolis, I wanna say. I've met your niece. Yeah, you're you're correct. Thank you. God, I can't believe that. I can't believe that. Why don't we call Minneapolis the Min City? <laughs> That's a, a great question. I'll have to ask my sister that next time I'm there. <laughs> please do. Please report back. Uh, Thomas, did I already ask you... Or, you... or the Mindy City. Mm-hmm. That's where Mindy, Mindy Kaling, Kaling is could the, be mayor. the mayor. <laughs> yeah, we've had the same idea there. <laughs> uh, Ike, Ike Barinholtz is the, uh, the deputy, deputy mayor. mayor. Yeah, that'd be good. What's Ike Barinholtz up to these days? Probably... Nothing. He's going to be in the, that new Nicolas Cage movie where Nicolas Cage plays himself. Oh, that's fun. Does Ike Barinholtz play himself? I don't think so. But also, it's got uh, Pedro Pascal. It actually looks pretty good. Okay. Let's check it out. Let's watch it. Let's do a let's do a watch of it on this program. I don't know when it's coming out, but sure. Okay. Well, we'll pencil it in. Uh, okay, whatever. Anyway, whatever. The Survivor. What's the name of the movie you were talking about? Um, oh, what the fuck is it called? It's like the unbearable weight of something talent or something like that. Oh, that sounds like a bad title. The episode of Survivor we watched the this week was The unbearable weight of massive talent. That's what it is. Okay. You, did you miss did you miss the great transition I was trying to do? Right, so what's, uh, what's Apparently the, I did. What was the tra- what was the transition you were trying I, to do? <sighs> Okay, I asked you what the title was, you couldn't remember it, so I said, oh, bad, and then I transitioned into this week's episode of Survivor, and we could say it was a good episode title, so I I was saying this episode was called Exile Island. What did you think of that episode title, Thomas? Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, sorry to the listeners, sometimes we're a little thrown off when we record after night time. Yeah, I'm just... It's dark. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where the sun went. Okay, can we talk about this, though? Where does it go at night? <laughs> where does it fucking go? It's crazy. And then it just is back? Yeah. Like, oh, were you sleeping, too? Oh, the sun was sleeping. That makes a lot of sense. That's why uh, when I was a child, my parents would always say, Around 7 to 9 p.m., time for the suns to go to sleep. And then me and my brother would go to sleep, and also the sun would go down. So, uh, when I was a child, that was in the early 2000s, which is when this show started. I feel like you didn't love my go-to-sleep sons bit. You didn't respond at all, and it was, like, very clever. What? 
This episode first aired on April 21st, 2005. <laughs> How old would you have been April 21st, 2005? I'm sorry, there's 2005? important information. I had to, there's important information. <laughs> this is what happens when we record <laughs> on a weekday at night, is I thought that maybe a trade had happened in basketball. And False alarm, folks. I'm sorry okay. that I ruined Jake's great joke. Um... <laughs> I said, time to go to sleep, sons. Me and my brother would go to sleep, and the sun would also go down at the same time. Okay. It's funny. Uh, it is. The moment has passed, though. How old would you have been on April 21st, 2005? Thomas, I'll ask you again. Jake, I would have been 13 years old. I would have been 14 years old, and one month and one day. Look, it's not a competition. We're not racing. But I am in the lead. So... Think about that. Last week's episode received 20 million viewers. How many viewers do you think this episode received? Man, I really have no idea. Every week, I'm more confused by the direction this thing goes. Um, I'm going to say 19.5. 18.66 million viewers. So... Why is this fluctuating so much? Look, I couldn't tell you. I was not alive in 2005. Oh, that's a pretty that's a pretty good line. Alive in 2005. Alive in 2005. Yeah, because it rhymes. Okay, I was like, why did that sound nice coming out of my mouth? (laughs) Jake just discovered rhyming. (laughs) (laughs) So we go over to Karor. It's 25 days in. Uh, Chanu is upset that Kobe is gone. Katie calls Chanu creepy, and then Chanu overhears Katie talking shit about her, and comes after her and, and yells. <laughs> I love this line from her. She yells, "Cause you're Saturday Night Live." Yeah, <laughs> just I love that so much. Of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Oh, you're so funny. You're fucking Saturday Night. Live. She does the the fucking. Uh, the um good fellas like what am i am i a joke to you like she does the joe uh-huh. pesci like am i a clown thing I, <laughs> man this this is what happens when people stop being polite and start being real honestly who would have been on snl in 2005 thomas let me see there was one two three four five six seven eight nine that's ten good, eleven that's 12. kind of the transition it's kind of the transition between like the Farrell McKay era and like the Andy Samberg, uh, what the fuck, uh, Seth Meyers era. So I'm going to say Seth Meyers was on there. Seth Meyers was on there. He was a repertory player. Who was the other name? I'm going to say that was when he was still in sketches before they were like, you can't be in those anymore. You're not very funny. <laughs> yeah. You got to write. Yeah. Uh, I will say, was Horatio Sands still on the show at that time? He was. Apparently he was a weekend update anchor this year. I really do not remember that. Me neither. A little bit. Um, uh, Andy Samberg. Mm-hmm. He Chris was Parnell. a featured pl- player. Chris Parnell, he is there as well. Oh, another rhyme. Was Kristen Wiig there yet? This was her first year. Okay. Um, boy, who else would have been on there? It's uh, a lot of big names. Lot of, lot of was Amy or was Amy Poehler still there? She was still there. She was on Weekend Update as well. Was Tina Fey still there? She was also there as the Weekend Update host. Okay. Was Will Will Ferrell couldn't have still been there? Will Ferrell was no longer there. 
Yeah, there's no way. Um, Will Ferrell was, wasn't there. Was Jimmy there. Fallon? No, Jimmy Fallon wasn't there. And neither was Will Ferrell. Come on, Thomas, you got this. Uh-huh. It wasn't that, wasn't him, but maybe... Uh, no, maybe somebody else with a with a similar name. Uh huh. Who was Daryl? Was Daryl Hammond? There? Yeah, it was Daryl Hammond. You got it. That's who I was hinting at. <laughs> they needed him for all the Apprentice sketches they were doing at the time. And can we talk about it? So funny, The Apprentice. So you, funny. You know what is really funny? That Daryl Hammond played Trump in Oreo commercials like ten years before Trump became president. <laughs> And I think, like, Eli Manning was in them. <laughs> Didn't know that. That's great. Maybe we can look forward to a reprisal of those commercials next week in the big game. I need to I need to know for sure that this happened. I remember he was in Oreo commercials. You... I need to know if Eli Manning was there or not. Okay. Um, do you remember somebody named Will yep, Forte, yep, Thomas? Yep. He, they absolutely, okay, that's great. absolutely did a commercial with the Mannings. That's great. What about Will Forte? It remember actually him? had the real Trump in it. Okay, the commercial was that it had actual Donald Trump and Daryl Hammond Donald Trump, and then it was Eli and Peyton Manning. That's great. Do you remember a guy named Will what Forte? Oh, yeah, of course Will Forte was there. Uh, was Jason Sudeikis there yet? Jason Sudeikis... First year. First year, okay, yeah. So, so you've gotten three of the four featured players now. The fourth one, I know, is on now on a show you really like, and it's not SNL. I know you're a huge SNL fan still. Oh, is it like Molly Shannon? Molly Shannon, no. She would have been gone by now. I thought you were referring to the other two. Um, no. It's a different show, potentially on the same network. I don't know the network that the other two is on but i have seen it on a streaming service that you can also it's on watch. comedy central okay um no the the show this person is on is uh hbo home box office home box office mm-hmm. boy what would that be um are they on right i don't think there's anybody on righteous gemstones that was on snl no wrong show Someone on, I don't think there are any SNL people on Succession. Also the wrong show. It's like your favorite show on HBO. What? Oh, uh, Bill Hader. Yes. Don't you... I do, I do really... I do love Barry. I would not say it is my favorite... I, honestly, like, I think on most networks, Barry would be my favorite show, but I would say... I would say I like it less than Righteous Gemstones, but more than Succession. Hmm. Interesting. Um... So that's what Janu said to Katie. Uh, Greg calls Janu a buzzkill, but he can get over it. I think Greg's got the right attitude here. It's like, if somebody's annoying, just let them be annoying. Like, whatever. Yeah, you're never going to have to see them again after a while. That's the thing. I get that, like, everyone's a little higher strung because they're uncomfortable and they're hungry or whatever. But, like... You don't got to see any, like, you don't have to, it doesn't matter if somebody annoys you. Like, you can just get over it. Yeah. It's really not a big deal. Uh, But apparently it was for some people. They, uh, at the reward challenge, have to construct some scaffolding in the water to collect the flag. Uh, Anything of note here for you, Thomas? Um, I don't know. What'd you, what'd you think? 
Yeah, it seemed like a fine challenge, you know? Cool. Yeah, I think that's kind of where I fall on it, too. <laughs> like, it, I didn't dislike the challenge, but it wasn't anything special. Uh, the winners get a Palauan feast, and they are Karen, Greg, Janu, and Tom. Um, so, so good for all them. Do you think Janu felt lucky that she won? I'm, I'm sure, yeah. I guess. I guess they all, probably all did. I think they are all uh, filled with gratitude for even being on the program Survivor. At the re- every day is a blessing. Every day That's is a what blessing. They're all saying. Especially Tom. He- what if that was every single talking head cutaway? Was just like <laughs> every day is a blessing. Hashtag blessed. Uh, just feeling blessed. If I'm ever on Survivor, I'm absolutely going to say that as often as possible. Uh, I'm just trying to manifest. Uh, I'm just trying to manifest this Survivor win. Uh, just trying to be positive. Um, every day is a blessing. <laughs> I'm trying to mana blessed a Survivor win. Because I'm mana blessed. It's kind of a word I invented. It's like manifest plus blessed. That's. I can't wait until you put this in a Survivor audition uh, <laughs> tape and then are still not picked. Why wouldn't they pick me? <laughs> I'm very good. <laughs> still one of my favorite uh, things I've ever heard someone say to me was recently uh, a mutual friend of ours. Uh, I met her boyfriend, and he is a big Survivor fan, and he said that he's uh, auditioned, or like he wants to get on it, but he's like, I'll never be able to get on because they've already had a YMCA camp counselor on there. <laughs> I was like, damn, it's tough. It's yeah. a tough draw. But also they have a thousand lawyers and a thousand doctors and a thousand postmen. But, yeah, but they're allowed. That's like normal. Like if you have a job that's like less common and somebody's already done it before. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. How- you think they're gonna have another coconut salesman on there, Jake? I don't oh, think God, so. I hope not. That one coconut salesman was fucking awful. <laughs> that guy, you should have him back. That guy was cool. Did you watch that season? Uh, I have seen some of it. That season is fucking crazy. I honestly would not mind watching the full thing. I the would. Episodes I watched of it were insane. <laughs> that season is god awful. Uh, there's a, there's the one white collar lady that would just fucking pee in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the white collar people were crazier than the no collar people. Um, well, I don't know if recent uh, events would agree with you. But, you know, uh, no, I, do, I, I have a list of all of the seasons that we haven't done yet. And Worlds Apart is one of four that are uh, marked last resort. So it, <laughs> if we blow through the rest of them, he's, he's we're going to be like 50. Yeah, <laughs> be like, fine, I guess we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I remember the season being bad when I was 26 and it's still bad. <laughs> we'll get to it eventually uh, If there's an outpouring of support for the Dirty 30 season We'll do it But I very seriously doubt there will be uh, Tom calls this reward An opportunity to meet the people so That's nice uh, They see a traditional dance They eat some delicious food And Janu Like our friend Old Joe Could not handle all the food That's right <laughs> Uh, they, uh, they bring some food back to camp, and Janu grabs some of the food that they brought back, and that caused a whole fiasco of itself. I don't know. I, uh... Also, it's not an old Joe situation unless you would literally die if they didn't medically (laughs) evacuate you from eating all of the food. It's still the best medevac. They're never gonna be, it's never gonna be better than that. No, nothing will ever be funnier than that. (laughs) 
So, <laughs> Uh, it's it's a really it's really an Icarus situation, but with me. I think the only thing that would be funnier is if somebody got like hit in the groin so hard that they had to evacuate. Them. That would not be funny. Maybe if Johnny Knoxville was on this show. Yeah. What if Johnny Knoxville on a Celebrity Survivor? They are doing a Celebrity Survivor actually. Uh, I would love to see Johnny Knoxville on there. He'd probably be really good at it. Yeah, he was very fun in uh, whatever it's called that just happened, the wrestling thing, uh, Royal Rumble. Yeah, he's uh, he's he would have a good social game because he's a cool guy, and he is willing to do literally anything with his body, so he uh, would probably be pretty game for any of those challenges. Yeah, let's, a very high pain let's tolerance. see it. Okay, they uh, CBS has confirmed they are doing a celebrity-driven Survivor-style reality show called Beyond the Edge. Premieres March 16th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, here are the nine... S- Wait, this year? Yes, this year. Damn. Are we going to watch this? Well, let's hear the contestants. Let's, yeah. Do you have any guesses who might be on this show? It's anybody from singers to athletes to actors and reality stars. How famous on a scale of 1 to 10 would you say, like, the average fame level for these people is? Just to give me, like, an idea of the talent pool I'm working with. I would say probably a 7. I would say most of these people are household names, but wow. some depending on the household you're in. Okay, I'm going to say like Jim Parsons from the Big Bang Theory. Mm, not that big of a name <laughs> in the actors. Wow, okay. Um, here, I'll, I'll give you this, this one actor whose name I keep staring at. Jody Sweeten from Full House and Fuller House. I was actually going to say Dave Coulier oh. at my other end of the spectrum. Like, oh, okay, we're not going that big, huh? <laughs> so, wow, Jody Sweeten. Yeah, man, that's definitely a 7 out of 10. Yeah. Um, that's like a 3. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, that wasn't the biggest name. Uh, um, what about uh, Ray Lewis? Oh, sure, okay. Um, what about Mike Singletary? The two middle linebackers on there? I, Seems a little redundant. Okay. Hey, why do uh why why did the football coach go to the bank? We're not I can't do this again. To get you. two middle linebackers back. I don't know. Uh-huh. Look, listen to the post credit sh- shit. It's really funny <laughs> yeah. this time. I promise it'll make sense. Uh, what about Colton Underwood from The Bachelor? And uh, it turns out after The Bachelor, he turned out to not be such a great guy. Uh, that I mean, not famous to me, but definitely famous to a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, Ebony K. Williams, do you know her? What is, what is she from? Real Housewives of New York City. Same deal. Not famous to me, but famous to some people. Lauren Elena. Man, I really would not have guessed. <laughs> I think at most I would have guessed Ray Lewis, and then I wouldn't have guessed Mike Singletary because I wouldn't think they would put another football player who played the same position. Lauren Elena is. What do they have two corners? It's like we have uh, Dan Marino and uh, uh, Tom Brady are going to be on this. <laughs> Alan Ball is going to be on this one. <laughs> yeah, he's back, folks. Uh, Lauren Elena is a country singer. Another country singer is Craig Morgan. 
There's also somebody... Wait, they have two country singers on there? Yeah, there's also a supermodel named Paulina Porizkova. Do you know her? Oh, I, I'm familiar with her. That name kind of sounds vaguely familiar. And probably the biggest name on this here podcast, uh, NBA champion, Meta World Peace. Oh, damn, okay. That's going to be interesting in and of itself. I am... Him and Ray Lewis are both pretty intense, so it'd be interesting to see how that goes. <laughs> Colton Underwood's pretty intense, too. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I never watched the season of The Bachelor. Uh, do you know who will be hosting it, though? Is it well? It's probably not Jeff Probst because it's not an official survivor. It's not Jeff show. Probst. It is somebody named Mauro Mauro Ronaldo. Oh my God! Oh. Yep, uh, that's the guy who used to voice NXT, right? Yeah, he'd be like, like Destiny's Child. This show is Survivor. <laughs> So that's uh, premiering a couple weeks after the new some, uh, Survivor 42 did nearly call it Survivor 42, and we're not saying that anymore. So uh, at the Immunity Challenge, Jeff is wearing a brown hat and a brown shirt, and he looks like a UPS boy. Did you see that? Uh, yes, I did. It was very funny. I love. It was. I really love funny. young Jeff. <laughs> I can't wait for the spinoff uh, Young Jeff series. Mm, mm-hmm. They should cast uh, the kid who played young Sheldon, because now he's a little bit older, he could probably play young Jeff Probst. Yeah, he's old enough to play young Jeff. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be trapped in a, under a grate underwater. That's it. That's the whole challenge. Try to survive. That's it. This was a fucked up challenge. <laughs> Tide's coming in. Try not to drown. That's it. I did not like this at all. No, it was very nerve-wracking. I can't believe they did it a second time. Um... The first person out will be sent to what is basically Exile Island. Well, it wasn't technically Exile Island because they didn't give it that name. Or they did give it that name, but it wasn't the Exile Island we know today. Um, would you believe it? Jenny was the first person out. I mean, that's it. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, it was pretty quick, too. Like, wasn't she feeling claustrophobic, which is understandable? Uh, yeah, that completely makes sense. Uh, I would be terrified also. I don't see how the people who made it far did. I would be, like, the first time water went up my nose, I'd be like, I'm out, I'm done. I love water, but if it goes in my body, other than drinking water, obviously, I'm out, you know? Especially salt water. Don't up your nose. Yeah, no fun. I, I love drinking salt water. I got to disagree with you on this one. Hot take from Thomas Powell. It's good, actually. Uh, Jeff is very petty to Janu for not knowing how to make fire, and everybody is making fun of her. Uh, and then the tide comes in, and people are slowly eliminated until it comes down to Ian and Tom once again, and Tom wins. I feel like it always comes down to Tom and Ian. I mean, always. It's been two, yeah, they're two challenges. but pretty good physical competitors. Yep. Uh, <laughs> at this point uh, in the episode, Ariel said, Janu wants to go so go home so badly, but won't quit. I was like, Ooh. I like that. She just, yeah, it's, it's like, I, you can't, uh, like, I, I will not quit. Like, you will fire me, yeah. <laughs> but also I want to leave. <laughs> I'm going to make you fire Can me. Can we talk about this great resignation? And the supply chain. 
And Joe Biden. Yeah, Janus these days, they don't want to work, you know? I got some bad Janus for you. Nobody wants to work. <laughs> yeah. At Exile Island. There's a Janus kid on the block. Uh, Janu has a hard time making fire at Exile, and she says, it's me against them. And then she eventually makes fire and feels really good and says it's the happiest she's been all game. This was good for her. Like, honestly, very nice. I've never really cared for Janu, but I was happy to see her happy. Uh, sometimes you just need some alone time, you know? So true. Sometimes you just need so true. to have some time to yourself. Absolutely. Uh, so back at camp, Janu is the target, no surprise. Greg and Jen want Stephanie out, though, because uh, she's very strong. Tom talks to Ian about taking out Janu versus Stephanie. And Greg is worried that Stephanie will conquer Karor like she did with Oolong. That's very smart for on Greg. I lo- I'm liking Greg. It is, but at the same time, like, what do you mean conquer? Destroy everyone else. <laughs> yeah, she was the last person standing. That's not conquering. <laughs> they they were being conquered by your tribe. <laughs> I knew what he meant, though. <laughs> she will slaughter everyone here in this tribe like she did with the last tribe. Uh, Janu returns, and everybody seems very happy that she made fire for herself, and then she gets mad at them for being happy for her. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe just this isn't the show for I you. I guess you you know you really you're annoyed with these people and you really want to lord it over them and then they're just happy for you. It's like, well, that's not the reaction I wanted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's discuss this wildlife this week. We got some flies. We got some birds. We got. The Emerald Tree Skink. What do you know about the Emerald Tree Skink, Thomas? Um, that's a that's a lizard. I know that you are right. They are. Gr- I assume that they are a green lizard, and that you can find them in trees. Hey, wow! Look at you. You didn't even look at the, look anything up, but you already knew all of the facts. They are, in fact, green. It's the name of it's the name. It's. I mean, that's what the name of the lizard is. Okay, so, so Thomas comprehends reading. He comprehends the words he's reading. Okay. He'll just read them off the script and Regular spit them back into a microphone. Jack Reacher over here with my powers of deduction. Yeah, great. They're green lizards with black spots on the back. They are seven to nine inches long. They can be found in coastal forests in the Philippines and the surrounding areas. They feed on insects and other small animals. <laughs> I don't know why I got so excited to say they eat insects. That's not at all surprising. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were getting excited because I was thinking it would be funny if you referred to the surrounding area as the tri-state area, and I was like, Jake's reacting to this funny thought I just had. (laughs) Yes. I just put that energy out there. Jake's kind of an empath. I am an empath. You're hearing it more and more. People are saying that I'm an empath, and they are right to think that. Um, And, yeah, no, I was laughing at your joke because it was really funny. Here's something else that's really funny. Oh, God, Thomas is full of good jokes. Wait until after the credits this week. Some <laughs> fucking phenomenal jokes he lays out on Oh, me. now you know what jokes are. I know what jokes are. My whole name is Jake Scheidel. Joke Scheidel. You've learned... <laughs> you've learned so much this episode. You've learned what you've learned that what rhymes are, and you got there all by yourself. I did, thank you. And you, I had to teach you what jokes are, but you made it there. And I, this is really a great place to be. I love jokes. Jokes are really funny, I must say. 
Uh, here's something that's not a joke, but is very funny. In some areas, these emerald tree skinks will steal dog food. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's very good. They are not aggressive animals, uh, but they will occasionally gang up together to take down larger prey. They are very fast and very active, and they are not endangered. You know what my thing about... Good for them. Just some little guys running around. I like that. Literally every... Stealing dog food. Every time we feature a skink on wildlife shots, I'm like, these guys? Gray guys. Always happy with the skinks. Skinks, you'll be glad you did. <laughs> At Tribal Council, Jeff asks if uh, if Janu felt the tribe was sincere when they were happy for her, and she doesn't think so. <laughs> Janu just, like, wants to hate everything, it feels like. Uh, Tom says eliminating competition. They were gaslighting her. They were gaslighting her. Like, that's like not cool, actually. I can't believe they would do that. Uh, Tom says eliminating competition is part of the game. Katie says she doesn't pose any threat, so they shouldn't vote her out. And then Jeff asks Janu the same question, and she says, no reason to keep me. They can get rid of me. And then Ian pushes Janu to quit. And Janu says she's already received what she needs to receive from this game. Stephanie says she wants her out for not caring about this game as much as her. Um, you know, who probably agrees with that. Yeah. Jeff Probst. Yeah. Jeff Probst, it felt like, was kind of pushing her to quit also. Well, he wants... Yeah, he when he senses weakness, he wants people to disappoint him so he can feel superior yeah. for it. He wants to be able to be like, no quitters here, you'll never see her again. Well, they I don't think she ever came back, so that's he's right about that. Uh, the only quitters that we bring back are the ones that lie about our boyfriend being sick. <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately leave again. I love that's one of my favorite Jeff Probe sliders like, we brought a quitter back and they quit again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nobody to blame but yourself there, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, honestly. And there were so many good people that could have been on that season that weren't him. Um, or either of the seasons he was on. Uh, his uh, season One World was his first season. And that is one of the other ones that's uh, on the last resort list. Do you want to hear what's on my last resort list, Thomas? It's four, it's yeah, four seasons. Sure. What, Do, what's on the last resort list? You already know One World and Worlds Apart. Uh, there's two more. Do you have any guesses? Um, would I have heard of these? Yes. One is named after an island that Survivor created, and one is named after some islands that God created. Is it like Exile Island? No, Exile Island is very good. Exile Island is Ceres for a season, and we will be watching it in the near future. Okay. Is that your only guess? Then I don't. Then I don't know. It's Redemption Island. Uh, it's a, it's considered. And then is like Survivor. I don't know. Phil, is there a Survivor Philippines? There is a Survivor Philippines, and it is that one. Oh okay. Um, Survivor Philippines is a very good season. I think uh, there's just somebody on it who turned out to be pretty problematic, and I don't want to address it uh, if we don't have to. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, there's also a few seasons that are. Uh, canceled for similar reasons um 
And then there's a bunch that we haven't gotten to yet. Anyway, so that's the future of this program. Uh, Janu quits the game. Well, not really. I mean, we're not. That's last resort. Yeah, it's the very far future of this season. The very near future of this, or this program, excuse me. The very near future of this program is next week. We're watching Survivor Palau, episode 11. What do you expect to happen here, Thomas, in the next episode? Uh, Tom is probably going to win the immunity challenge. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know, I'll say, like, man, who would get eliminated? I don't know, somebody gets eliminated. God. Not Tom. Wow. Good guess. It's like you've watched this show before. Did you watch Survivor last night? <laughs> no, this is the first time I've heard anything about it. Long time, first time. You know. Yeah. I'll hang up and listen. Um, next week is also uh, 325, I believe, which means we're going to be uh, talking about some... Titles of our own. Talking about titles. Talking about titles. Today, we were talking about my day. Next week, we're going to be talking about titles. Love it. Um, so, it's, we're going to go over our last 25 episode titles and review them. And we'll probably say how good they all are. And that we should probably be working at Jeff Probst's company and producing Survivor. That's the goal. That's the ultimate goal of this program. You know, a lot of Survivor podcasts... Which, granted, we are the only one, but a lot of them, they are like, oh, we've been on Survivor, and now I'm going to make a podcast. That's not this. We don't even want to be on the program. A lot of other ones are like, we want to be on Survivor. Not us. Well, you do. No, I don't. I want to produce Survivor. I don't want to be on Survivor. You've said many times that you want to be on Survivor. I'm, I'm just, I wouldn't say no. I, yeah, okay, yeah, I would. I'm the only one that doesn't want to be on Survivor. You're, okay, okay. Well, Thomas... Stop trying to steal clout from me. <laughs> the only taste... The, uh, the only place Thomas wants to be is on Twitter. Thomas, what's your Twitter? They couldn't pay me to be on that show. They would, though. You do get paid for being uh, They the would, show. but I would I would still decline. Um, <laughs> You can follow me at TomNotTom on Twitter. You can follow the show at DYWSLN... Uh, or on Instagram at the Only Survivor Podcast. We also have a few shows on Patreon, which we haven't gotten into today. So, Thomas, which one do you want to highlight? Let's, Let's talk about Justin Sink. I feel like that one kind of yeah. We you haven't know, talked about Justin Sink. Forgotten much. about. People sleep on that one, and it's because so it good. doesn't exist yet. Um, Justin Sink is a show where we discuss in sync albums. Uh, and just that, that's it. Um, so you can check it out at patreon.com. Yeah, no solo projects. That's, if you want Justin Timberlake, that's just Justin. <laughs> it's a separate show. Just make sure you know which one you're subscribing to. I assume when we run out of albums, we would talk about movies he was in. But Yeah, absolutely. We would be getting so much money by then, it would be, that, that, that'd be a good problem to have. Yeah. Uh, you can find that all at patreon.com slash justpodcasts. We want to thank the listeners also. Thomas, do you have anything to say to the listeners? I would love to thank the listeners. Thank you, listeners. And do you want to tell them what to write on the uh, reviews, if they have any reviews for us? Sure. Uh, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. And would you believe it that um, nobody has reviewed us on Spotify yet? <laughs> Even though you Crazy. can you can review Spotify. They're all uh, protesting because of the Joe Rogan thing. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's the only reason. All of our <laughs> listeners are woke. Thank you for being woke listeners. <laughs> yeah. uh, Joe Rogan is Yeah, our guy. listeners stand with Neil Young. <laughs> Um, 
And yeah, nobody's reviewed us on a podcast recently either, which is fine, you know? Uh, I'm sure there's another reason for that. I haven't come up with it yet, but there's a reason for it. Yeah. Uh, Spotify, uh, I feel like they're blocking our Apple podcast subscribers because they're mad that we're taking a stand against the racist Joe Rogan. Just call him Joe yeah, Racist. And also, yeah, also, uh, too much competition would be stealing all of his listeners. Yeah. Because uh, I assume they like Survivor. I don't know. I mean, who doesn't? Although I don't know, we don't say that we don't say the N word on this podcast, so That's right. maybe that maybe there wouldn't be anything there for them. That's right. The only thing we say over here every week is have a great summer. Deuces. We've come to replace your clocks. Old stubborn heads, we are the answer to why they never had a chance. It was not so long ago. Oh, I'm not. Oh, we didn't get that. Those, those bands didn't make it on mic. I know, we're so funny when we're not recording. Because we're not recording the We got all the good jokes off in like the the 20 minutes of catch-up conversation that we have every time. And that's so fucking funny. That's the funny shit. Alright, I'm recording now, Thomas. Give me a joke. Give me a joke. Give me a good joke to get on the... Um, okay, why... baby jokes you've been giving me recently. Alright, fine. Why did the football coach go to the bank? To take out a loan. I don't know why. <laughs> You're not even gonna try. I said to take out a loan! I like the idea of you responding to this like you don't know what a joke is. <laughs> why are you asking me this? I don't know. Why would I know? I don't watch football. <laughs> Which one? Bill Bilichick? And also, why okay. did he call Bill Bilichick? <laughs> okay, let me rephrase this in a way that you might understand. Ooh, I love why that. Why did Bill Bilichick go to the bank? <laughs> <laughs> to get out alone on getting Tom Brady back to the Patriots, am I right? No, am I right? it's not the punchline. It's not the punchline, it's a joke. Idiot. Well, fucking tell me the punchline then. That's the whole thing with jokes is they need a punchline. Otherwise, it's just words. You keep distracting me. That's not my fault. Just say you don't know and then ask why. I did, and you didn't give me the answer then either. (laughs) Okay. All right, let's let's try it. We'll do another take. Um, Okay. Why did Bill Bilicek go to the bank? To get out alone so he could get who on first. No, fucking ask me. Don't answer it. Say that you don't know. You clearly don't. (laughs) Okay, ask me again. (laughs) Why did Bill Belichick go to the bank? I don't know why. To get his quarterback. Well, I did say that he was trying to get Tom Brady back, so you could have given me that for a long time. That's not the punchline of the joke. Smarten up, probes.